Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. This is episode number 16. It's Andrew, aka Mr. Kate Box. And this week, well, I'll tell you what we're talking about after the intro. sure you can blame it on social media election is good for business spending money makes you money bitcoin down more than 30 percent this week redesigned you've got to put in the effort every single day running a business isn't for everyone they need role models and not just movie stars and athletes we are the digital influencers they're creating content there's no denying the power of digital media but it also poses a real challenge all right, so we're back on the other side. Welcome back. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation at any point, make sure you use the hashtag RedesignPod on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks to everyone that's been listening and supporting over the last few months. We're 16 episodes in now and um, yeah, slowly finding my feet and trying to get a format together. Speaking of that, working on a new format and trying to put more... Um, put more thought into the production and the content in terms of like more documentary style and educational content based on some of you guys feedback like i've spoken to quite a few of you in the inbox shout out to everyone that's been sending supportive messages and giving feedback so basically you guys want longer episodes that's exactly what i'm going to try and give you so longer episodes going to try and get a guest on here at least once a month and also in each episode we're going to try and have some news on tech pop culture social media uh business so more sort of like news bulletin style stuff uh to keep you guys up to date with what is going on in the world of digital culture new media and entrepreneurship so that will be more noticeable when you listen to the forthcoming episodes from here on out that's going to be the plan so this episode is all about child safety in the digital age I'm going to be talking about that. But before we get into that, a little bit of news for you. So this week there's been, um, well, it was last week, actually. There was a lot of panic surrounding Apple Podcasts. So if you are a regular podcast listener, you probably use Apple Podcasts, especially if you are listening on an iPhone or an Apple enabled device. There was an email that was sent by Apple Podcasts stating that any podcast that had the episode number in the title could possibly have their podcast removed or rejected from the Apple Podcasts platform. So you would have probably noticed that all my episode names or episode titles have been changed to reflect that. Uh, only for Apple to later retract their policy saying that they are not going to remove any podcast just because of the episode numbers. Luckily for me, I only had like 15 episodes to edit, but one of the main reasons why I edited them is to help with SEO and being found in, in Apple Podcasts. So the titles in terms of search, usually they give more weight to the first few words or the first few characters that appear in titles. So it kind of makes sense for me to get rid of them anyway. So if you're a podcaster if you're looking to boost your seo rankings in apple Podcasts, that might be something worth considering i don't know it's up to you do your own research 
but um, let, let's see what happens. Redesigned. What else? Britbox. Another new streaming service. Do we really, do we really need another streaming service out here in these streets? The UK's oldest established broadcasters are getting into a new business, subscription streaming. So for a monthly fee, you'll be able to watch all of your old favourites from ITV and the BBC. It is going to be the permanent and most comprehensive home of British original content that's ever existed before. And it will be a very com compelling consumer proposition. Both ITV and the BBC already have on-demand streaming services, The Hub and iPlayer, but most programmes are only available for 30 days. On BritBox, the vast archives of each channel will be available all the time. It'll also commission new content, and although only the BBC and ITV have signed up so far, channels 4 and 5 could soon join them. Last week I was talking about um, Disney launching their new Disney Plus platform in competition with Netflix and now we've just got the news that Britbox a collaboration between ITV and BBC are launching a new streaming platform and people are saying it's going to compete with Netflix somehow I don't think so but um, is it a good idea I don't know do we really need another one this one is focused on British uh, programming so if you're into like soap operas things like eastenders coronation street there's no confirmed date for the uk release but they've plugged it stateside so in the us those guys have already got access to this new streaming service which they're charging i believe 6.99 a month in us dollars i kind of get the whole point of it especially like on an international level it's a good thing because then the rest of the world are being exposed to british talent and not only that Another great thing is BritBox are going to be commissioning new original shows. So if you're a content producer, if you know anyone who's, you know, on YouTube and they're really serious about their, their content or maybe any aspiring filmmakers, you know, it might be an indication of new opportunity. So to all you creatives out there who are producing video content, you never know. See if you can, you know, take it to BritBox and see if you get you can get a commission because that's how Netflix works. They find the original content that they can license. So you never know. It might be a good platform to get your video content on. BritBox will also have old legacy content. So some of the classics um, from the BBC. Um, but do you know what kind of upsets me? It kind of upsets me that the real McCoy if you're from the uk if you were around in the late 80s um early 90s you probably remember a program called the real mccoy which was a black british um series on the bbc apparently those videos have gone missing so bbc don't have the masters to those programs for some strange reason it's kind of disappointing to know that if they launch this service that's not going to be on there um, it should have been on iPlayer as well, but yeah, that's kind of disappointing. So sad. Uh, moving on. Foldable phones. Let's talk about foldable phones quickly. I do not see what problem foldable phones solve. I don't get it. Why would you want a foldable phone? Samsung, um, last week I did mention Samsung have released a new Galaxy S10, but they've also announced the uh, Samsung Galaxy Fold, which is priced at $1,980. 
yeah that is absolute banter i don't know why anyone would want to spend two racks on a phone that is beyond me i mean it's not as if like the iphone xs is bad enough yeah guilty guilty is charged but two racks on a phone nah brother i don't i and and for a foldable phone as well i don't see the appeal um but i'm sure we'll find out in due course will it take off i don't know i really don't know i don't know don't you think that these phone companies are running out of ideas like seriously who would want a foldable phone how about better battery life how about that how about how about a phone that you don't have to charge for a week hmm how about that hmm how about a phone that is maybe fully waterproof how about that like you can take your phone swimming you can take your phone into the shower how about that hmm guys you man are running out of ideas these are gimmicks i personally will not be buying any foldable phone for now um i just can't see the use case for it what do you guys think let me know on the hashtag did you hear the crowd reaction when they dropped the price (laughs) banter we've had all kinds of different things going on in the phone world we've had sliding phones back in the day you remember the old matrix phone got flip phones you've got phones that slide in a circle um circular phones phones shaped like batman symbols all kinds of shit could this be just another phase another fad i don't know i don't know if there's any real use case i mean one thing i do recognize is that um there's been a very sharp decline in the amount of tablet sales across both apple samsung actually did you know that it's not samsung that's not how you're meant to pronounce it it's actually pronounced samsung fun fact for you um yeah tablet sales are sharply declining worldwide so it may be a way to sort of bridge the gap between mobile phones and tablets maybe there's a demand for bigger screens i don't know why you'd want an even bigger screen now i don't know um perhaps that might be it but we'll see i've never actually seen one in in person so i don't know they're like a crease in the middle how does it look does it look like a seam even when you fold it does it look like a seamless screen I don't know. I need to see one in the flesh for me to like kind of make my mind up. So today's topic, child safety in the digital age. Let me ask you a question. How young do you think is too young for a mobile phone? I think kids are getting, kids these days are getting exposed to um, mobile phones at an extremely young age. They don't know a life without mobile phones. They don't know a life without the internet. They don't know a life without tablets. And that in itself presents a new set of dangers that we weren't exposed to as children. I mean, I got my first phone when I was 14. I have a 14 or 15. Between 14 and 15 anyway. And the whole joke is I saved up my own money to buy it. And my parents were still, they still weren't pleased with me having a phone. They didn't like the idea of, of me having a phone. And imagine I was 14, 15. But these kids. You know, you're seeing kids as as young as seven, six, even five years old with hand-me-down mobile phones. And they've definitely on tablets. Like parents are just handing tablets and these devices to their children um, for entertainment, just to keep them quiet. Um, it's slowly replacing the TV. Yeah, we're definitely in a generation of cord cutters, what they call it. They call it cord cutters. They're not 
they're not interested in subscription TV as like, you know, terrestrial TV and that kind of stuff. They are interested in sitting down, watching slime videos on YouTube. So the reason why I asked about how old is too young for a phone is because there is now this concern about online safety. Recently, if you've been paying any attention to the news, you would have heard of a thing called the Momo Challenge or Momo. Um, it's quite disturbing, actually. It's quite disturbing. This is this is the reason why I didn't want my child to have a phone. My daughter is nine and she's got a mobile phone. She got it for her ninth birthday. But we kind of got her the phone. We let her have a phone more for medical reasons and safety because just before her eighth birthday, she was diagnosed with type one diabetes. So it's one of those things where we, we gave her the phone for safety, not for not just for the sake of her having it, but you know, no shade to any parents that give their kids phones. That was just a personal preference, a personal choice on our part in terms of like trying to keep her away from some of these dangers, which I'm about to speak on for as long as possible. So safety is a real concern. It's a real concern. So if, as I was saying before, if you've been paying attention to the news headlines recently, there's been this thing called Momo. I'm telling you, the internet is a very, very weird place, man. It's a very weird place. I mean, the digital age and the online world present new challenges all the time. And so it's really important to raise awareness about the dangers of having uh, children on connected devices, as well as encouraging parents and caregivers to, you know, make smarter and safer decisions about the type of content their kids are being exposed to online. So what Momo is, it's a creepy looking character. It's actually Butters. Um, for you guys who are listening outside of the UK, when I say Butters, I mean like fuck ugly. Um, in actual fact, it's a Japanese sculpture model that was created years ago and displayed in an art gallery somewhere in Tokyo. But the image is used to spread fear. Um, it's, it's basically a sinister challenge that has been around for some time now, since I think July last year but it's recently it's been uh, it's recently resurfaced is it a myth is it a hoax um let's cut to some news headlines which kind of like explain what's been going on you or someone close to you may have had the misfortune to encounter this charmless character online in recent days it's apparently known as momo and some have linked it to concerns over child safety. Police in the US and the UK are warning parents. It's all over social media. A terrifying video that targets your kids. The online challenge encouraging children to kill themselves. Suicide game encouraging children to harm themselves. Hee <laughs> hee, I'm Momo, what's your name? Play dares. Did it suggest a dare to your daughter? If you know what Momo is, you're doing better than most police forces and most schools in this country. In its purest form, it's a warning that's circulating mainly among adults that children, when they see an image on WhatsApp, are going to be encouraged to do violent acts, perhaps even suicide, by a character represented by this bizarre image of a Japanese puppet. What seems to have been happening is roughly this. Word of mouth and news stories have prompted some to believe the Momo character pops up on children's phones and computers 
encouraging them to take part in a so-called challenge, including self-harm. Just browsing through some of the YouTube comments as you do. Um, one comment says, pro tip, no phone for kids. Someone said, just punch the damn thing in the face. I agree. Uh, another comment says, how about not giving tech to kids, especially young enough to fall for it? It's easy to parent without phones. We did it all the time in the 90s. Thing is, I don't think you can get, I don't think we're ever going to go back to a time and place where this technology is not around us. Um, but yeah, another one says, don't, just don't give phones to kids, problem solved. Yeah, I agree to some extent. To some extent, I agree. Uh, try and keep it away from them as long as possible. Um, but eventually, they're going to get hold of these phones and then what? So you, you're going to have to prepare your kids for a world that they live in, not the world that we used to live in. So, yeah. Another one says, safety is at risk. Do children really need technology before they are 12 years old? Children need to be children. Make them play outside in the fresh air. Another one says, this is the last comment I'm going to read, by the way. Sadly, phones are the new babysitters for parents. I have seen toddlers with iPads bigger than them while outside shopping. Shaking my head, it was better than this before. What do you guys think? I'd like to know your views. Um, don't forget, use the hashtag RedesignPod. So, yeah, let's, let's, get, let's continue this conversation off, off the podcast and on Twitter. So, as parents, if you're a parent, if you're an auntie, if you're an uncle, grandparent or whichever, we've definitely got to be more vigilant, guys. We've definitely got to be more vigilant because even if this is a hoax, even if it is, you know, some prank that's gone wrong and it's gone viral, the risks are that there could be copycats. You know, people will take advantage of the fact that they know they can reach kids in a way, regardless of whether they've got, you know, parents put um, parental controls on their children's devices. That's something that uh, me and my missus have done. We made sure that both kids have got parental controls. It's completely unlocked. We can see exactly what we're doing. It's all connected through the Apple iCloud and they're not allowed to have um internet browsers so there's no safari browser no regular youtube they've only got kids youtube but the funny thing is here's the problem there's been reports that the ch that children's videos are being hijacked so um this is actually a little excerpt from a newsletter that was sent by um one of the schools so it says children's videos are being hijacked there have been recent reports that some seemingly innocent videos on youtube and YouTube kids such as surprise eggs, unboxing videos and Minecraft videos have been edited by unknown sources to include violence provoking and or other inappropriate content. You see, that's the that's the scary thing about it. All these like slime videos, surprise eggs, uh, unboxing videos that kids absolutely love. It's very easy for someone to download the original video from YouTube edit it to insert whatever content or propaganda they want to include and then re-upload it onto YouTube and the children are not going to know any better. That's why you've got to really pay attention and 
not just let your kids waste away time on on tablets on phones without proper supervision um yeah so that's how that's one of the dangers they're gonna try and like infiltrate that and some sick people out there trust me so even though uh youtube monitor and remove videos that include that content these clips can be uploaded and viewed thousands of times before they can before they get reported and removed so as a parent it's difficult to spot these videos as i said before um as the harmful content doesn't actually appear until halfway through the video so another problem with this obviously the psychological damage is very distressing for kids um this thing is absolutely disgusting looking um so even if it is a hoax um whoever's been behind all these these videos is doing some very evil shit i'm telling you it's the, it's the devil's work i don't know if you're religious or anything but trust me it's the it's the devil's work gotta stay prayed up out here um and protect the children from all this madness because there was one report there's been more multiple reports actually one of the challenges involved encouraging a child to stick a screwdriver into the um plug socket um other things like you know leaving the gas cooker on and stuff like that leaving the stove on uh I tell you what there's some very very sick people out there so gotta be mindful guys gotta be mindful another way children are being exposed to these videos are through the suggested videos on youtube so you know when you're watching a video and then at the end of the video you get the uh, suggested video from some another source or related videos that's you know part of the youtube algorithm um yeah that's that's another way these kids are being exposed so you gotta be very very vigilant very vigilant um another thing you can do is uh, make sure that on your child's device you can turn off suggested autoplay on videos to stop your child from viewing any content that they haven't directly selected themselves so that's one other thing you can do in addition to having set up all those parental controls and finally you got to be present got to be present we as a society even us adults we're very guilty of like spending so much time on these devices and it's got to a point where parents are not all parents but some parents are literally giving their kids these devices just to shut them up just to keep them quiet and not really checking to see what they're watching because they just assume that obviously they've done the bare minimum they've put the parental controls on there they just assume that it's all good but you need to ask questions talk to your kids make sure that they're not watching anything sinister and pay attention to certain changes in their behavior as well so yeah if you or anyone you know is concerned about parental safety on phones and tablets there's a couple of videos which i've left i've left links to in the description showing you how you can actually put on uh, parental controls for both ios and android devices if you're using something outside of that then i'm sure a quick google search can um or youtube search can show you how you can actually set up these controls um but yeah so things like whatsapp facebook social media in general you know you, you your kids can be exposed to all kinds of things not just uh you know sick things like this momo challenge you've also got the threat of online bullying and stuff like that uh trolling i'll probably cover that in a separate episode 
Um, but yeah, it's all part of digital culture. It's all part of the new challenges that, you know, that have come up in recent times that we never really had to grow up with. So yeah, interesting times. <sighs> all right. So I would hate to end the episode on such a negative note. So here's something quite funny, right? A cleaner finds £300,000 in, in cash on a London bus and returns it to the police. So the money was part of a long list of items left by forgetful passengers, including dirty tampons ugh, and a fresh animal heart. That's disgusting. On a bus? So the incredibly honest cleaner who found £300,000 in cash on a London bus decided to hand it in to the police rather than keep the stash of money that could have settled them for a lifetime. The cleaner, hired by Cordant Cleaning, found the money in a brown envelope after an absent-minded passenger left it there. Had the lucky finder kept the money, they would have certainly not had needed to carry on scraping floors for a living. But the cleaner whose identity hasn't been disclosed sacrificed the prospect of a future lavish lifestyle and rather than nicking the hefty sum returned it to the metropolitan police what would i do with 300k see i need that energy in my life i need to find 300k in a bag or on a train guys what would you do if you found 300,000 pounds or dollars tweet me at andrew underscore cbx don't forget use the hashtag redesign pod if you like this podcast I'd appreciate if you leave a review. Helps us get found on the Apple Podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe, share with a friend, all that good stuff. Let me know what you think. Have you personally experienced any of this yourself? Have you or your child been exposed to any of these Momo videos? Let me know. Use the hashtag RedesignPod. So yeah, back with another episode next week. Take care and bye for now.